Welcome to The Healing Catalyst. I'm your host, Dr. Avanti Kumar Singh, and I know that Ayurveda can transform your life. How? Because it transformed mine. And the best part is, it's easier than you think. Your body has exactly what it needs to heal itself. All you need to do to enhance its healing power is to start practicing healthy routines, which I can teach you. In over 20 years of practicing both Western medicine and Eastern healing traditions, the most important thing I've learned is that healing is a journey we take together. So on this podcast, I'll be demystifying Ayurveda and other integrated medicine, showing how these simple, ancient practices are the keys to unlocking a healthy modern life. We are all healing catalysts because healing starts within. It starts with you and it starts right now. Let's get started. You're listening to The Healing Catalyst, episode number one. Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to the first episode of my podcast. I know that there are so many things that you could be doing with your time, so thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate that you're here listening to me. I'm so excited to bring you all of this information about Ayurveda and other integrated medicine in this new way on a podcast. It's what I love teaching to students and talking about with my patients. And so I'm so incredibly happy to share it with you here on the Healing Catalyst podcast. We've been planning this podcast for a few months, and I have to be honest, I seriously considered not launching it right now, given that we're in the midst of a global pandemic, which has turned the world and our lives upside down. But after talking with my team, I realized that this is actually exactly the right time to be launching a new podcast about health and wellness. Because the truth is, this global pandemic isn't going away anytime soon. Until there's adequate testing, treatment, and a vaccine, this is going to be our new reality, our new normal. And it includes masks and gloves and social distancing. With hospitals and emergency rooms and urgent care centers being pushed to the limits to care for patients with COVID-19, and primary care doctors and even specialists, quote, seeing patients via telemedicine. It's never been more important for me to teach you how to heal your symptoms and transform your health, how to take that power back into your own hands. Now, I want to be clear here. I was trained in Western medicine, and I believe in it. And... I also believe that there is so much more to health and healing than what the tests show and what the labs show and what doctors write on their prescription pads. My philosophy could be summed up in one idea, and it guides not only how I help my students and patients, it also guides how I live my own life. This idea is that health is not found in the doctor's office. It's found in the everyday moments of life what we're doing when we're going about living our lives. Those are the things that affect our health the most. I'm talking about our daily routines and habits, which include how we eat, how we move, how we work, and everything else in between. Those are the things that affect our health the most. And by the way, not everything we do is health-supporting. Many times our daily routines and habits are health-weakening, 
Things like not getting enough sleep, eating inflammatory foods, sitting at our desks all day, hunched over a computer, or using social media for connection to other people. Now, I'm definitely not saying that those things are bad. There's no judgment in Ayurveda. There is no good or bad. Rather, it's about being aware of what we're doing every day and why we're making those choices, and then taking notice of the things that are showing up, the signs and symptoms that are trying to tell us something, if we stop and listen. Which brings me to my story and how I went from conventional Western medicine back to my roots in Ayurveda. My story is actually very common. It's one of waking up one day with a health crisis that makes you rethink everything about your life. My health crisis was the result, the culmination of so many years of ignoring the signs and symptoms that were showing up, trying to tell me something. Now, because this is the first episode of my podcast, I thought I really should share more about myself and tell you my story. And I also realized that my story is so much more valuable to you, my listener, if I tell you about the lessons I've learned along the way, the insights I've gained, and how you can learn from what I've been through. And so I'm going to share three transformative moments from my life that brought me full circle from Ayurveda to Western medicine and back to Ayurveda again, and what I've learned along the way about health and healing. So here we go. Lesson number one, embrace your past. Looking back, I realized that I started getting sick in medical school. There was the slow weight gain, the occasional headaches, and the constipation that was really more of an annoyance that I just didn't need in my busy life. I chalked it up to stress and fatigue. And like my classmates around me, I ignored the symptoms I was feeling and just pushed through because training to become a doctor wasn't an easy path. And I knew that when I signed up for it. I always knew that I wanted to go to medical school. At least that's the way I remember it. But looking back, I realized that what I really wanted was to just be in a profession in which I could help people. And to my 10-year-old self, that meant being a doctor. Add to that, as a first-generation South Asian girl growing up in the 1980s in a south suburb of Chicago, the list of, quote, what to be when you grow up was number one doctor, number two doctor, and number three doctor. There's no doubt about it. I was heavily influenced by my parents to think about medical school. But this wasn't pushed upon me by my parents. They were the exception to that stereotypical picture of Indian parents who helicoptered around their kids, monitoring their every move. Instead, my parents had this way of encouraging me and my younger sister Anjali to find the strength and the will within us to work hard and always do the best that we could. They would talk to us about the importance of being independent and always being able to support ourselves. They taught us to work hard, and they instilled in us a belief that we could do anything and be anything. And so I worked hard in high school. I was among the top 15 in a graduating class of 600 students. I went on to the University of Chicago, where I graduated with honors as a pre-med art history major. And after college, I took a year off and applied to medical school. Even during that year off, I never considered choosing a different profession. I had chosen my path at 10 years old, and I never wavered from the idea that I was going to be a doctor. 
that's just the way it was going to be. Looking back now, I really wish I had questioned whether Western medicine was truly the kind of medicine that I wanted to practice, but I didn't. I made the assumption that Western medicine was my path and that Western medicine had all the answers to help people heal. Now, admittedly, this doesn't quite make sense because I grew up in a South Asian household in which the principles and practices of Ayurveda were just a part of our daily life. It was just the way we did things. I never stopped to consider where those traditions came from. I mean, I knew that those traditions, those ways of eating and living and healing, had come from my family's country of origin, and that my parents were just doing what they knew. But I never stopped to really think about the fact that the way I had lived for the first 18 years of my life might be an alternative to Western medicine. Because for the first 18 years of my life, I really never got sick. I didn't have any health issues. And so what's my point here? My point here is that don't assume that Western medicine has all the answers. Yes, it has a lot of answers, but it doesn't have all the answers. So embrace your past. Embrace your history. Embrace where you came from. There's so much information there about health and disease, about healing and wellness. Think about the things your family did, what your parents and your grandparents and generations before them used as remedies, the food that they prepared, the customs and traditions they had. There's a lot of information there, a lot of information about how to stay well, about how to stay healthy. Don't ignore it. Embrace your past. What I learned by embracing my past changed everything for me. It not only changed the direction of my life's work in medicine, it also changed my life. Lesson number two, notice the signs your mind and body are sending to you. Fast forward and I graduated from Rush Medical College in Chicago and then started residency in emergency medicine. During residency, I always seemed to throw out my back just before I had a day off. It was almost like my body was just waiting until I had 24 hours off before it would give me a lesson to learn. But I never learned and I never listened. I'd figure out how to cope with the pain and get right back on the treadmill of long hours in the hospital. And this pattern continued for years and years and years. And then it happened. My body finally said no more. I threw out my back again, but this time it was different. I had a health crisis that brought me to my knees, quite literally. I was bending over to fold a blanket, and the next thing I knew, I was doubled over on the floor in excruciating pain. Over the next five days, I couldn't move. Actually, I couldn't do anything. I was forced to rest and sleep and take pain medication and do nothing. So I had a lot of time with myself, a lot of time to ask myself some very important questions and actually answer them. They were questions I had been avoiding for a very long time. Questions like, why did I decide to become a doctor? What does it mean to me? And am I practicing the kind of medicine I'd hoped to practice when I started medical school? Is this really worth it? Is being a doctor and working as a doctor more important than my own health? There I was, day after day, working in the emergency room, trying to help patients get better, while I was getting sicker and sicker. 
The irony of this didn't escape me then, and it doesn't escape me to this day. I thought about the signs my body had been sending me for years. Weight gain, headaches, constipation, and plantar fasciitis. I thought about the signs my mind had been sending me for years. Constant worry and overwhelm, also known as anxiety, and increasing feelings of sadness and loneliness. I just kept ignoring the signs that were coming up, the symptoms that were showing up. I ignored it and ignored it and ignored it until I couldn't ignore it anymore, and I had a health crisis that stopped me in my tracks. The point here is that your mind and your body are sending you signs all the time. There are signs everywhere, and they're showing up for a reason. If you don't stop and listen, the signs will keep coming, and over time, they turn into chronic symptoms and illness and eventually into disease. So listen. Stop and take notice of the signs your mind and body are sending to you. Lesson number three, get in sync with nature. When I finally recovered from throwing out my back, I left Western medicine. I had to because I was getting sicker every day. Every day I felt more pain, not just physically, but also mentally and emotionally. My spirit was slowly withering away. I didn't know who I was anymore. I just knew I had to do something to save myself before I could help anyone else. So I spent the next few months trying to figure out what to do next, how to get better. I tried to figure out where and how I had lost my help. I was only 32 years old, and I was sicker than my grandfather was when he died at 89. How had he done that? How had he stayed so vibrant and healthy that he never took any medication and never had a medical issue until he broke his hip during his morning walk at the age of 88, just one year before he died. How had I, his eldest grandchild, a physician, lost my own health while learning to take care of others' health? I remembered how I used to watch my grandfather, who I affectionately called Babaji, pray every morning when he would come to visit us in the United States. He would wake up at the crack of dawn, drink some water, use the toilet, take a bath, and then sit wrapped in a towel in front of his altar. He would do a breath practice, meditate, and then pray. And after that, he would get dressed, eat his breakfast, have his chai, and head outside for a morning walk. That was his morning routine every single day. His routines continued throughout the day. He ate his meals at the same time. He only ate foods that were fresh and in season, and he never ate leftovers. My grandfather had lived a life that was in sync with nature. His daily routines followed the daily rhythm of nature. And in contrast, everything in my life at that time was out of sync with nature. I worked the night shift, so I was awake when nature was asleep. I ate whenever I had five minutes to spare, and I ate whatever was available, whether it was from the hospital cafeteria, something that was in my lab coat pocket, or from the vending machine. I wasn't eating what was in season. I was lucky if I was eating something that wasn't processed. I realized that I was living a life that was completely out of sync and out of harmony with nature, and that's why I was getting sick. The lesson here is that when you live in sync with the daily and seasonal rhythms of nature, when you wake and sleep and eat and move and work in harmony with nature, you'll have optimal health and wellness. 
As I got deeper and started studying and practicing Ayurveda, I slowly found the answers I was looking for, and I slowly began to heal. My grandfather started to come to me in my dreams at night. I could actually feel his presence with me all the time, and I sensed that he was gently nudging me in a different direction to find the answers I was looking for. And then I heard the whispers coming from within. Go back to your roots. I needed to go back to what I had learned when I was growing up. I needed to go back to the way we ate, the way we kept our home, the self-care practices that we were taught. I needed to go back to the way we lived and the things that we did that I never paid attention to. All the things that were just a part of my daily life. I needed to go back to all the things I had abandoned when I left home so that I could fulfill my dream of becoming a doctor. Through Ayurveda, I learned how to live in harmony with nature. I learned how to create daily habits and routines to support my health. And most importantly, I learned how to listen to the signs that were showing up, how to tune in to my inner wisdom and access the healing power that was already within me. Ayurveda changed my view of everything. It changed how I live my life, and it changed how I practice the art of medicine. And so for the past 10 years, I've made it my mission to make Ayurveda and other integrated medicine more accessible through my lectures and workshops. I've taught hundreds of medical students and other health professionals, been on dozens of stages at Fortune 500 companies, at elite undergraduate and graduate institutions, and at prestigious industry and medical conferences. And I just finished writing my first book, which will be out next month. And now with this podcast, I'm hoping to be of service and reach even more people who want to learn how to transform their health. So on this show, I'll be teaching you about Ayurveda, well, my approach to Ayurveda, and simple but powerful strategies that you can use right away. We'll talk about the ancient healing principles of Ayurveda and how to apply these principles in modern life. We'll talk about my three-step system, the counterbalance solution with which you'll instinctively know what your symptoms are telling you and what remedies to use to heal them. You'll learn how to adjust your daily habits and routines, how to optimize your energy, and how to use food as medicine. You'll learn how to meditate and breathe and move to support your health. After 20 years of studying and training in Western medicine and Ayurveda, here's what I know. If you're suffering, you have two choices. You can ignore the whispers, or you can listen to them. If you ignore them, they'll eventually become louder and louder and louder until you can't ignore them anymore. However, if you get quiet and listen carefully, you'll realize that the whispers are coming from within you and that your inner voice is telling you something really important. When you go inward and listen to the voice within, you'll realize that the real healer lies within you. I know firsthand, as both a doctor and a patient, that taking charge of healing is a really big responsibility, one that most of us aren't sure how to navigate. I also know that in order to spark inner transformation and help take control of our health, we all need a guide, a catalyst a healing catalyst. So if you're ready, take my hand and let me be your guide. Thank you so much for listening. 
I'll see you on the next episode of the Healing Catalyst podcast. Be well. If you love this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way, you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. And if you're feeling really inspired, please leave a review so that others can find this podcast more easily. If you want to learn more, visit me on the interwebs at avantikumarsingh.com, and you can subscribe to my newsletter, where I send exclusive invites to my events, special announcements, and give you more self-healing tools and tips. And if you want to hang out even more with me, I spend most of my time on Instagram. You can find me at Avanti Kumar Singh, and we can connect more there. Until next time, remember, with the right catalyst, you have the power to activate your own healing, because healing starts within. This episode was produced by Dante32.